Sports Walk is back. Watch season two of Backpack Broadcasting's original web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans. The entire first season and current season are available now on the Sports Walk YouTube channel and Facebook page. Check out the 2017 NYC WebFest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy. Just take the Sports Walk. Hey, this is Howard Beck from Bleacher Report. You are listening to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. From the Gotham Podcast Studio, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. And we have a guest today in the building. Very happy we've been trying to get this guy on here. Don't mess up the for name. For quite some time. <laughs> Oswey Pavon. I see. I didn't even ask is the it last. Pa- is it Pavon? It's Pavon. Pavon. I knew Pavon. it. Joe you should let me say it. You should let me say it. Yeah, bro. I thought you would get on that. Yeah. I thought you would be all over no, there. But, but Dexter, Pavon. Dexter's the professional here, so he he does the clearly intro not like clearly that. not with the Latino names. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's the lead. He's the lead. That's, that's cool. Right. That's cool. Well, we, we got it down. I, I, I told you before, Josue. I never want to mess up anybody's yeah. name. Never want to disrespect. I appreciate. Yeah, I say and you say Josue. I say Josue because I'm Puerto Rican. It's a habit. Right. I have uncle. Who's w- named Josue is still ah. the same way. So, okay. Yeah, that's okay. where that yeah. kind of crosses over. Writer at W E E I. And yes. I, I have to first ask you how. <laughs> what do you mean how? What <laughs> you do know you what I'm talking they about. They do hire minorities, Brian, <laughs> if that's what you alluded to. All right. All right. There's Michael Hawley. And then there's Josue Pavo. I mean, they, are, they hire <laughs> minorities from time to time. They do. Every decade or so. <laughs> so I was having- Yo, but you know what's funny is that because. <laughs> that's funny. That's all I got. Michael Hawley. That's the only we, other minority. We, right now. I we, mean, that says a lot, but it's Boston. <laughs> we, were in, we were in and. Oh, Look, man. we 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 just love to hate Boston and New York. It's it's a love. This this hate starts with love, so it's okay. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I've listened before. You guys, I can feel the hate. Saw Josue in the media room when the Nets played um, Celtics. I think it was in January, and we were talking about. Wait, w- is this the first time you guys met? In person, yes. But okay. We have known each other for a while because okay. uh, pregame show. Right, right. And so I used to do a pregame report uh, for CLNS Media, which I do video reporting for. Yes. Yeah. And it used to be like a like a five, six-minute uh, podcast before every single Celtics game. So I had Brian on, and it was always just great chemistry, man. I always loved what he had to say. Great, you know, uh, breaking down the Nets and, and the matchup. So whenever the Celtics play the Nets, I would hit him up. Like, Yo, yeah. you trying to do this? We kept in so, contact. And yeah, we kept like in contact was, since. What I was hoping for and to ask about this was I was hoping that you guys hadn't met before that. So if you saw each other in the media room, Room, it would have been like the only thing, like yo, two Latino reporters, we see each other. Like, I see you, bro. I see you. I mean, I see you. Yeah, that, that you know what? That, that kind of happens. Because black people, we do that all the that, time. But <laughs> no, but that does happen. That kind of does happen. Yo, that happened yeah, when I met true. Erica Fernandez for the first time. Yep, <laughs> we saw each other in, yo, a, in a boxing media room. We were like, oh, okay. I'm not alone. We got to stick together. But uh, anyway, because <laughs> we were talking about the whole WEI thing, and then he was like, "Damn, you know about that up here." <laughs> I do. I mean, I knew. That's what you say. He was like, "Yeah, bro, we think y'all was wildin'. So how did you? How did you know? Like, what does that make headway over here in New York? Well, here to be to be completely. What the headlines say? Yeah, I might be racist. No, 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 no. <laughs> Is that the headline? And I, I gotta give full disclosure here before we get into this. <laughs> and and by the way, let's say you covered the Boston Celtics. Yes, which you know. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So technically, oh, come on, I, used to work, I used to work for a company years ago. I used to work for a company that did video with WEI okay. years ago. He's so worked everywhere. When I came, they also used to do video for the Boston Globe. So sometimes when I came up to Boston to do some of these videos, I'd work with people from the Boston Globe, Dan Shaughnessy, other guys. Okay. Um, 
and WEI, some guys too, would also do some video there as, as well too. And all the time I was there doing work with WDEI, I never saw anybody to look like us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I never saw that. I never saw it. So when, when, to me, when Brian told me, he's like, yo, WEI has this reporter, Josue, I'm like, yo. His name great. is Josue? His name is Josue. Well, my reaction too. And he's from Boston? Yeah. Oh, I was like, yo, that's dope. No, seriously. Yeah. I'm like, and, and And let me say this, full time. At That's right. That's right. Full time at WWE. They ain't that, jerking him that, on the pay. Yo. Finally get some respect around here. Yeah, they're not just stringing you along as a freelancer. <laughs> no, no. You is. know how that goes. It's, it started that mm-hmm. way. But yeah, I, yeah, I got some respect around I, there. I'm still there. Yes. So. <laughs> well, you, 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 you'll move out of that. But that's funny, man. Before the Nets game, literally, what was it, like 10 minutes into the conversation with yeah. these guys, they're like, so... <laughs> W-E-E-I, huh? I'm like, oh, man. It wasn't 10 go. minutes. Here we go. Because you know I'm quick. Yeah, you saw how the podcast started. It wasn't started. just you either. Was it was, uh, <laughs> I, man, I forget these dudes' names. I had a great Gerard time. was there, Gerard. Oh, you met Gerard? Oh, okay. Cool yes, dude. Gerard was like there. Him. Darrell yeah. was there. The same, you know. People we've had on the podcast. People, no, we, that, yeah. people that I really, was, really messed with. We was with. talking for like an hour before the game, and I'm like, man, I kind of just want to kick it here and watch the game from the break room because these dudes had me rolling, man. It was a good time. And Brian kept it real messy to start it off. Oh, yeah, of course. We was all over the place. We could talk about that. Catalinos came through. We were talking about hip hop. Yeah. Oh, the hip hop conversation was. was oh, we got, I needed that. Now we're gonna get into. We're that. gonna get into all of that. Yes, here. let's now, do it. See, we, we don't have that at the Celtics beat, man. We don't. don't now, real quick, can't talk hip hop with these guys. No, no, you can. Well, you came to the right place for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> real quick. So first of all, we like to. We're just gonna get real quick because we got a lot to get into in terms mm-hmm. of what you're doing with the Celtics okay, stuff word. going on in the NBA. The My Knicks. disdain with the, the Knicks, Knicks right Knicks. now. Yes, the Knicks. Uh, I just want to hit the headlines right now. You see, see, Brian. Brian's a person who's always got to try to be messy. He's so giddy right he's now. So Check giddy. him out. You gotta, so excited. When he's this giddy, I've been waiting be for scared. this for 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you giddy about, though? You got to be giddy about July 1st, so you still got some time to No, no, no. I'm giddy, about, I'm, giddy about, I'm giddy about the Porzingis trade. But, we're, but first of all, yes. first of all, yes. uh, <laughs> again, going back to the previous question, just sort of how, how did you do it? Getting into sports journalism in and in, in all cities of doing it in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? No, I don't mean that in a city of, way. city of champs, man. It's a great spot to, to start off. I agree, but as we previously alluded to, <laughs> there are not, it's always, always going to come back to this. <laughs> there are not a lot of people who look like us up there doing it in media circles. So I got you. You're somewhat of a trailblazer, I, I would yeah, say. Yeah, well, I'm trying to change things. You know, obviously things are a little different at EEI, but I mean, for. Uh, Boston sports in general with sports journalism. I mean, there's a few guys out there. You got Aisha Rod Blakely. Um, yep. Uh, you know, covers the Celtics. Um, who else? Gary Washburn. Gary Washburn. Yeah. Good Michael dude. Hawley. You know. So didn't it's, you it's, have at one you know, point? Uh, it's changing a bit. Clevis Murray. Was he on Clevis the, Murray? Clevis yes. Murray? Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. Didn't you have no? Because we follow each other on Twitter. Yeah. Also, and I remember good seeing dude. a photo of y'all sitting next to each other. In a yeah. So he um, he actually started off with CLNS Media as an intern. And huh. then he went ahead and got hired from the athletic. Yeah. So he's doing his thing with them. And uh yeah, that's that's my guy. We we kick it all the time. But see, that's another guy too. Like, I can't even I can't even talk hip hop with this guy sometimes, you know? These <laughs> youngsters, man, they just don't know, man. Oh, <laughs> they just don't know. Oh, you're gonna get yo, to the ages in the hip hop here. I mean, oh. think about it. I'm this guy is what, twenty one? He's twenty one years old. So I, I talk about still legends and he's just looking at me like, Yeah, they are. Yeah, like, but see, you, here's the thing. What this do you mean guy, they are this right? guy is a, is a rare guy. I have uh I have a ghost face killer hoodie. In the fact that in the fact that when I before we started this podcast the reason he would even work is he's got a good sense of classic hip hop. Yeah, Brian's what are you mid mid twenties? Uh, twenty five. Yeah. yeah, 
Okay. So he's a little. But that might be the cutoff, though. That might be it. It might May, be. You know what? He's probably what, what, right at that point. You're what, right. Right, but what also helps me is my older brother. Yeah, is, okay. That helped me, too. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Little, is slightly older than Dexter without giving too much away. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. I feel you on that. Everybody Dexter. knows my age. <laughs> so slightly older than that. Yeah. But I was introduced to a lot of that earlier. I often say, you know, Nas and old Jay-Z and Black Moon and Sean Price hey. and Helter Skelter and all that stuff. Okay. okay. Yeah. And how do you? Wu-Tang and huh? all that. How do you? Oh, come you on, man. Dex, damn. Oh, Oh, man. Well, we all got, we all put it out there. I was like, you gonna put yours out there. I, I, I just turned the, the big three up. Oh, okay. Up Feel yet. good, so man. I'm not too bad. Feel good. When I met not him, I bad. thought he was closer to my age. I yeah, see, lie. everyone thinks it's that. Funny. So I like to keep that out there. Hey, nobody thinks I'm as old as I am. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. I, got I was no just about to say. <laughs> I got no problem. I am but, not complaining. But anyway, to, to answer your question, so after college, um, I actually started off in promotions with, with WEI. It was a, the, mm. the street team. You know, you go out, give out tickets, you know, to whatever show, get everybody pumped up or whatever sporting event. And then uh, from there, I became a producer. So I was doing that. I used to produce uh, part-time for uh, mostly the night shows. Uh, we used to do, uh, what was it? So the EI used to carry the Celtics. This is when Pierce and Garnett was still trying to win a second championship, uh, and um, that fans just crazy. Unfortunately, they lost the contract. Back. But I used to I used to produce the the post game show, so that was fun. And then from that man, I just started working, you know, picking up on my writing that I used to do during my my college years. I kind of mm-hmm. kind of dropped the ball a bit, but I got back into it. I mm-hmm. uh, started my my own uh, blog, CausewayStreet.com. So I got into it in that way, and I just started sending my samples to uh, Rob Bradford, who's the editor at Wei.com. He said he liked my stuff. Um, Asked me if I like to be covered cover the Celtics games. I'm like, is that a question? Absolutely, let's do it. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, he's looking for a Celtics guy. So, you know, and this is right when the Brad Stevens era started. So there wasn't a whole lot of attention with the, you know, gravitating towards the Celtics. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I, I'll get us some clicks. I got you, Rob. And then Isaiah came, Kyrie Irving came, and you know, all the all the views started popping up. And from there, I got the uh, I got the full time gig. So it's been it's been great ever since. Speaking right. of Kyrie Irving. Yes. Speaking of Kyrie Irving. <laughs> what about him? What happened? Uh, he's, <laughs> what are you talking about? He hasn't been saying anything in the news lately. <laughs> no, he's chilling. He's, he's, he's been chilling. Uh, yeah, he's waiting for were, July 1st. You were, and we're recording this on a Saturday. You were at the game where the Celtics played the Knicks. I was. You heard the Good We time. Want Kyrie chants. Yes. A few times. <laughs> this is a beautiful tie-in to everything yes, we want to discuss. Beautiful. That put a big smile on your face, didn't it, Brian? You're like, oh, hey, I, I want Kyrie. I was like, yo, Sway's coming at the perfect time. <laughs> So let's yeah, well, that's when I message you. I'm like, yo, it's gonna be perfect. I was let's like, this it. is beautiful. Let's do it. It, it is beautiful. So let's 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 circle back a little bit, okay. right? Okay. Before we get into what happened the other day. All right, uh, a little tease. Top of the year, uh, Celtics have this event. Fan fan mm-hmm. event was all the ticket holders, season, season ticket holders. holders. Yep, yep. Right there at this event, and Kyrie basically comes out and is like, yo, I'm I want to be here. I want to stay here. And so Celtics fans I know, and I have a few fr- friends who are Celtics fans. They actually live in New York, live in Brooklyn. Same. It's amazing. Me it too, actually. How did that yeah. happen? Yeah. It, well, KG. One, one that's dude, what it was. It was KG. Well, that's the reason my fiance is a Celtics I fan. I knew it. She, that changed everything. They got, that brought a lot of new Celtics fans that you wouldn't have expected. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's to. true. The other, the, uh, my other good friend, he's from Cambridge, Massachusetts. And so okay. he uh, long time, long-time fan. Anyway, Celtics fans are feeling good. They think he's going to stay. Um, so we have that. Kyrie doubled down on these comments when asked about it again, right? And Media also, day, yeah. he also even did that commercial where he's playing with his dad in the Boston Garden, <laughs> yep, and yep. he's talking about he wants his jersey up in the rafters. Great, right? co- great, great commercial. Spot. Great spot. Great, great spot, right? Yeah. Let's start right there. <laughs> he says all this. You are around the Celtics. You hear what they have to say. How good are you feeling that, hey, this guy's going to stick with us. Number 11 is going to stay with us. He's still going to be there. It's genuine. I believe it. 
At the time, I do. I did. Oh, okay. Does what that, about now? Yeah. <laughs> Where he's um, like, ask, when he said, ask me July 1st, I'm like, he's out. He's gone. Right. Peace. So, done. Lakers. My confidence has wavered a bit. Yeah. But I still think he's going to stick around. I just think Kyrie's had it with people just assuming that all these rumors and reports are true. Because think about it. Without the, uh, well, what was the first thing? I don't even know where to start here. Without the, uh, Anthony Davis asking for a trade. Mm-hmm. This whole thing doesn't get started, right? Without the actually, he kind of brought this on himself, but this is not. This wasn't his intention. Without him saying that was the first thing, actually. Oh yeah, I called LeBron James. I that called was, yeah. after I called out these yes. youngsters. I needed some advice, so let me call LeBron James. All of a sudden, oh, what's his name on ESPN? All these talking hands are like, oh, I'm hearing Kyrie's a little open to having a reunion in L.A. with LeBron James. I don't know. Which Brian? Me, which Brian? Where did that come for? from? That, Yo, but that was there's no concrete evidence or anything to su- to support that report. It came out of nowhere. As soon as he said that, it's as lazy. Soon, as soon as Kyrie said that, I was like, "Yo, I think he's going to like." <laughs> <laughs> come on, man! But he's always here for the drama. That's so Brian's lazy, man. I could no, but I could see that just because, like, you know, he 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 thought he could do something on his own, and he's like, you know what. Nah, I miss LeBron. All right, let me go back to him. They need a man. point guard. Lonzo's not. Legacy Lon- purposes, do you know like, how Lonzo's- that would be for him to do something like but that? But do you know how much that's going to hurt the Celtics fan? Oh, if, well, he, of course, if, think, if he leaves and goes anywhere. You think Kyrie thinking about the Celtics fans, right? I mean, in this scenario, that's the last thing he's thinking if about. If he leaves and goes anywhere, he'd go to the Knicks. He'd go, it'll hurt the Celtics fan. I'd but see him going to New York. if he leaves and goes to the yeah. Lakers, mm. and you're oh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> With Lonzo <laughs> Ball. Remember, man. Lonzo Ball is barely as good as Frank Nilakina right now, and Rajon Rondo can't stay healthy. So it's like. It's not happening. It man. makes perfect sense. They it's need a point guard. He doesn't want to be Robin anymore, man. He's trying to be Batman. In Boston, he'll be Batman. Even if they were to get Anthony Davis down the road, he would still yeah. be Batman. So you feel good about what he said then um, at the time? Yes. Let's now we fast forward. You talked about the events that have happened. We've had Anthony Davis request a right. trade. Yes. We've had, we'll get to this later, and I have a lot to say about this. We have Chris Asperzingis, <laughs> who shockingly was traded. Okay. The day after Chris Asperzingis is traded, we have uh, the Celtics playing the Knicks because the NBA is the perfect soap opera, and it can't get any better than that. And you were at the Garden, and you, and you were there for the morning shoot around, correct? I was not. You were I was not, not at the morning yeah, shoot around. Yeah, I was really upset that I wasn't because I didn't. Yeah, the, the, right. way I had, the way I think I had, had it planned out it was, I was going to go to the game. But, but yeah. you heard, Everybody had the sound right. You heard what he yeah. said. Right. He was asked about this. He basically says he doesn't know anybody's shit. Ask me July 1st. Yeah. Ask me July 1st. When you hear that now, <laughs> you said you felt good in the beginning of the year, but how are you feeling now? My confidence was wavered a bit that he, he may leave the Celtics. A little bit, but it hasn't changed much. It hasn't because this is what... Okay, this is what Kyrie Irving... This is who he is. It's like you're not going to... I don't have to answer to you. I don't have to answer right. to these false reports that I have nothing to do with. Right. Because if, if Anthony Davis doesn't ask for a trade, you wouldn't be asking me this. If the Knicks don't make the trade, you wouldn't be asking me this. So what, in other words, like, fuck that got to do with me. Like, that's pretty much what he's saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing. Like, like, the, like, what's his name on Friday? Fuck that got to do with me. Like, I, I have nothing to do with these reports. I already told you guys at the beginning of the season. Why do I have to recommit to, to or double down on my comments? Because like, we got to get a story, bro. <laughs> no, but see, see, I, see, that's what he doesn't like. That, that, that's what Kyrie is trying to wrap his head around the media and the way things go. Because again, well, he's never been the Batman. Listen, if he signs, he's not used to this. If he does end up going to the Knicks, it's going to be like that every day. Probably worse sometimes, especially when they're losing. But see, so I, I don't know if he don't want to deal with that. 
I mean, I mean, if you can get through Boston, though, I mean, New York and Boston, which media is worse? They're like neck and neck. I'd probably say New well, York. New York might New York be worse. They might be a little worse yeah. because it, it, if I, you guys I, haven't had a lot of success the past, what? Let me say this. 19 oh. years I would, or so. I'd probably say New York is a little bit worse. And a I little would, bit. I would probably also say for New York, it also depends on the athlete. I think so too, but I think I think what is changing now is if you have that attitude of like, yo, I don't. It's not I can't deal with this. Is I don't have to deal with this. Exactly. I kind of like the Kyrie's. Like I don't know anybody. Should I like I like okay. it too. I like I like I like how he's unconventional. <laughs> Some fans don't like it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how he thinks. They would not like in my article. I also think that he could have handled that better, and he knows that. He just chose not to for whatever. I reason. don't think I don't think he cares. I kind of like that too, though. <laughs> Me too. I agree. <laughs> he doesn't I care, man. I agree. Sometimes I'm like the person's you. like, yeah, I don't care if I can handle that. Handle that necessarily. I agree because I can relate. Yo, Kyrie, when it comes to stuff like this, he brings it up. Nobody makes him answer these questions. He's always been like that. Because you're right. He could have deflected and just said, "Hey, look, I said what I said at the top of the year. Right. I'm going to do what's best for my family. Er, done." Right. But when you when you say that the media the media plays there's an expectation as you mm-hmm. said or sorry, that he has to double down on this. And he doesn't. doesn't he to. doesn't re- literally owe anybody anything, yeah. right? He doesn't have to double down on what he said. His feelings could change. He can now say, "I want to be a, go to the Knicks. I want to go to Lakers." Y'all really going to be mad for what another man wants to do with his family? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get me wrong. I'm also not happy that KP is not in New York anymore. We're going to get to that later. (laughs) We're going to get to that later. Did the expectations for Boston kind of hurt them because of what they did last year without Kyrie Irving? Yes, it did. 1,000%. Especially with the young guys. You know, it was hard for these guys to to settle into their their new roles. Because I'm wondering because... A lot of talent on that team. Kyrie's addition... Because he was absent at the tail at the tail end of last season, it's kind of like an acquisition for this season, right? Where he's here the right. whole year now, whatever. Yes, but what people tend to forget, and this drives me crazy throughout the entire first two, three months of the season, yeah. is that the Celtics don't even get out of the first round if Kyrie Irving doesn't set you up to have home court advantage. That's right. a great they point. would have been bounced out against the Bucks. No question. That series probably wouldn't have gone seven games if they didn't have home court. That's a good point. They won every single home game except for game seven against the Cavs. What and I'm, they lost every single road game throughout the entire stretch of the postseason. What That's I'm true. wondering Good point. what I'm wondering is with the Nets playing the way they are and they don't have a star, quote unquote, even though D'Angelo Russell's becoming that guy, I'm wondering if they add a star and it would add expectations, would that actually be not too beneficial for them? Would that actually hurt them? I think and I'm speaking because of what the Celtics have done, right? I think gathering assets and having that one all-star, whatever people want to say, oh, he only got it there because of all the depot, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But that rising star and gathering assets and then little by little seeing who will match up or who could fit in that core, who you can do without, who can you couple together and, and package together for, for let's say, I don't know, um, a second option on, on a playoff team or a third option on a playoff team. I think little by little, that's the best way. Mm. I mean, that's the way, that's what that's what Danny mm. did, right? He gathered mm. a handful of picks. You know who did? He do gathered that? a couple of role players that pretty much would play at the end of the bench on most teams, and he grabbed Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas turns to mm. Kyrie Irving. Who didn't do that, Dex? Mm. <laughs> the team that plays in New York. <laughs> the Knicks. Yes, I'm not happy about that. The Knicks constantly. Over and over and over again, go for the big fish again. Always after they told, bites them in the ass. After they've told, now us we got to give you the floor, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> now he's fired up. I mean, come on, it happens over and over again, and it doesn't pan out. But look, here they go again. Oh, we got cat space for two max guys. Look out, everyone. 
We'll see. Right, in case gonna, you don't know what we'll we're see. talking about, let's do this now. Who doesn't know? Let's do this now. Who, Who doesn't, doesn't know? Let me just let me just give people the facts, right? So on Thursday, on January thirty first, this happened very quickly. I was watching the jump. I looked at my phone, and then the <laughs> the next thing I know, oh, they've engaged in trade discussions with the Knicks. Engaged in trade discussions regarding uh, Chris Porzingis, perhaps sending him to Dallas. Then I saw the Nets somewhere. Then I saw other teams and da 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 whatever. And then, like, 15, 30 minutes later, boom, they agreed on a deal. And Porzingis, Courtney Lee, Tim Hardaway all go to Dallas in exchange for Wesley Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and two first-round picks. Yeah, Dallas really took that Hardaway contract, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> I guess they had to, right? <laughs> who, who actually think will play well for them? and what? No, I, I agree, but, like, man, it's Knicks, Knicks lucked out in the sense that they got to To say that. that the reactions were mixed was an understatement. Dexter, you were not happy about losing not Chris Porzingis, even <laughs> though I don't even know why I'm smiling. Even I'm though, smiling even though I laughed through the pain, I was laughing at first because of how quickly it all just happened. The, the timing to me was just so, hilarious. So let me, but I actually don't think this is a bad trade. Here's the thing. Let me let me let me say what I'm mad about. My, I'm not. I don't. I'm with you. I don't think it's a bad trade, right? When you consider that he didn't want to be there. That's and I, I'm going to get into all that. Let me explain how I found out about it. All this. right. You have the floor. On Thursday, I happened to be in a Best Buy around uh, sometime around lunchtime. Maybe <laughs> it was around 1230-ish, sometime around there. And I hear one of these Best Buy workers talking about, all I hear is this. Hey, yo, man, there's no way they're going to trade Kate Porzingis. He's like, but Woj just said he's unhappy. So I'm at the checkout with my coworker, <laughs> and like, I she's buying something. So I'm not, and I just turned and was like, I heard the Woj. At <laughs> first, I thought it was some dudes talking. I'm just like, but then when you, whenever you I'm hear like, Woj, she's like, what oh, did you no. say? So I said to the dude, I was like, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Woj said what? So I just pull out the phone. I'm like, oh, okay. So now I see, I see the, the alerts, and I see a text from Brian. And a the, couple the, of people. The text read LMFAO with yes, a lot of O's. That's it. Brian's yeah, like, just gonna like laugh. Five unread messages. Other people are like, yo, man, yo, they're gonna trade KP. They're gonna do that. And I'm like, what is going on? So I read the report and I'm talking to this dude and he's like, yeah, man, KP's not happy. And I'm like, oh, this is, might be some posturing to make sure they do what they wanna do, whatever. I'm working, so I don't check my phone. Mm-hmm. For a probably about was well, maybe two. It's happened very quickly. You stop. Like you stop thinking hours. about it too. You're like, I said, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, this ain't gonna mess up my day. It though it ended up doing that. <laughs> I was like, this ain't gonna mess up my day. I'm not gonna think about it. Then I see it happens, and they make this deal. And here's the reason I'm upset. And this goes to something you were saying, Josue. The Knicks sold us, mm. and I don't know why I accepted any of this i don't know why i bought any of this because this has been an abusive relationship this, <laughs> that i've had with this team since i was about seven years old they sold us that hey we're going to do things differently mm-hmm. we're going to break this down we're going to develop the young players and the one thing the knicks had going for them was they had a young star mm-hmm. they had a guy who's already probably a top 25 player in this league by what he showed last year seven foot three moves well out the ball he, may, he was injured, had the ACL tear, but ACL tears aren't what they used to be. Mm-hmm. People have been bouncing back from him. The only concern is you haven't seen somebody bounce back from it at his height. But Porzingis was an all-star last year. An all-star, mm-hmm. guys, who's 23. Who's somebody who I wanted them to take right. the year they drafted him. Okay? You got all this, and you say bye to this. Now you're telling me that you're trading this for cap space. Oh, there's another way you can look at it. Reports come out, and people I've talked to who cover the Knicks and some people around it 
It's true. It's legit. He did not want to be there. I don't understand that though. When I hear the reports of that, he didn't. He didn't like the direction of where the team was going. You it's, why I mean, not just I, sit and wait for the off season and see who who they're going to come up with? Like the cap space is already there. The cap space to at least they could have got one max free agent, right? At least one. And they still had some other moves they needed to make and see who they're going to draft. Mm. When it, that's the only question I'd love to ask Porzingis. I'd love to be at that press conference with the yeah. Mavericks and be like, "You did not like the direction X we're going in." Based on what? Based on what? People think that he's getting bad advice from his brother. Maybe. Maybe that's possible. And they've kind of handled New York since coming here in a diva-ish kind of way. No doubt about that. But can you imagine, though, in the best-case scenario, let's say they get the number one pick. Let's say they get Zion. Let's say Kevin Durant says, you know what? I'm going to start a new new chapter in New York. That's a legit squad. If the Knicks had Zion, Chris Stapps, Kevin Knox, I would be... I told Brian, you wouldn't even see me this summer. I'd be, I'd be without the rim, somewhere. you're good. You're good with that. I'd be excited, but Dude, na- but now am I excited today? Yeah, no, no. That's, I'm, that's what I want to know. No, I'm not excited. You know, I'm not excited. Cap space doesn't excite me. Hey, I'm a Nick fan. Does anybody remember 2010? That's yeah. what I was saying. We have like, room. We have room. Everyone is saying that they're gonna get. Uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, they better Zion Williamson. Well, that's the direction now. That has to be the direction, better. right? The plan. And they're probably going to wind up with Jimmy Butler. First of all, <laughs> Z- first of all, Zion, Will- Zion Williamson is no guarantee. And no disrespect to Jimmy Butler, if you make a move like this, where you give up a All Star who's twenty three, and I'm going to say something here, I don't care if he didn't want to be there. You got to play that out because you got control. You know what good organizations do? Good organizations, when they're disgruntled or the stars disgruntled, they still talk to that person to make it work. I guarantee you somebody in the Celtics yesterday put their arm around Kyrie and was like, hey, bro, we heard you say that, you know, you, know, you got to wait till July 1st. We don't want to wait till July 1st. We want to talk to you and see how we can smooth this over. I guarantee you they're trying to smooth it over now. The, Knicks, to be, yeah. the Knicks had a five-minute meeting with KP and said, well, you're gonna tra- and then two hours later they're going to trade you? What? What happened in this meeting? How bad was a meeting that we have a difference of opinion that is like, it's less than five minutes. And the people I'm talking to are saying this is legit. Yeah, but he was salty at the end of last year, though. He didn't even, he skipped out on his exit interview, didn't he? Didn't he like go to the island or something? He was supposed to have an exit interview with the Knicks, and he was like, nah, I'm good. And he dissed Phil Jackson, too. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I understand the He was like, Phil, I understand. Shit. I, the whole Phil stuff, I understand why he was salty there, and I didn't mind his play then. Yeah. But I, Chris Stapps, not that he has to really answer to us, but I would like to know why. Well, he said exactly. on Instagram the the next morning that the truth will come out that's with corny. a smiley face. I'm sorry, you know and I think he deleted all, it. all that, and then he deleted it. Shut that's up. corny. He did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, oh, you didn't, didn't know about, about this? No. Yeah, Yo, yeah. He it was in the morning. I, I had woke up. It was already off. But then I found out about it on social media because once you put out. it out there, it's getting screenshotted. It's going to Deadspin. It's going to SB Nation. Well, I want the truth People to come out. Know. These guys is drooling over Kyrie, man. That's what it was. I want the squad is drooling over Kyrie to pair him with Durant. Here's the thing about this. If you make this move and give up a guy of Chris Tapp's talent, you better bring back an A-lister. Jimmy Butler ain't going to cut it. Bro. Actually, more than one because what they're selling now <laughs> yeah, is a cap got, space, they and they're selling two max two, slots. Two Who's, so now you've got to sell two for? max slots. Who has this That's worked for? That's what I'm for? saying. This is the thing we have to understand in the NBA, and this is the whole narrative about how all this stuff with Anthony Davis requesting a trade— Oh, stars want to go to big markets. It's not true. Right. Chris Porzingis just left New York because he's like, y'all are dysfunctional. <laughs> now, the Knicks have been dysfunctional to some degree for a long time, about two decades. I actually liked what they've done in the last year until mm-hmm. now because you told me you were going to develop young talent. Yeah. And now it appears like maybe because KP wasn't happy there. I still need to know more about that. But it appears like, and what you're saying, Brian, 
They're going for cap space. Did you, you see what Bobby Marks uh, said on ESPN? No. His little breakdown? You're going to hate this. So they were talking about them potentially getting Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant free agency, and then packaging Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, the first overall pick, whoever else to get Anthony to Davis and have those Davis. three, and then fill them fill out the roster with probably minimum guys in a mid level exception. That might be their grandmaster. Wait, 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 wait. You would hate that? No, I wouldn't yeah. hate it. But well, here's the thing. That. You have to do it. Yeah. I don't love that plan. You know I don't love that plan because there's way too many ifs. Who's going to sign need, who's going to sign who are you going to get for 10 minimum contracts? I mean Like honestly. I mean even Maybe not 10. Wait, 10? No, nah, it has what to be you, less than that. What you have I'm to, just exaggerating. What you have to look right? at is But look it, what the Heat did. Remember but that? the problem was they got all three of those guys to come at the same time. Yeah, but then well, no, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about those minimal contracts. Oh, yeah. yeah. They just signed whoever. They're like, yo, who wants to play for Miami? They yeah. just came in. Oh, yeah. I think you can get guys to play. I also think that's a little different because they have LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, having KD. If you got Durant and Anthony Davis, though. I don't know if any of those guys are going to be healthy for like the years to come. I just want to put that out there. You don't know. I mean, you never I'm know. Ta- for the next four years, I'm taking Kemba Walker over Kyrie Irving. That's just me personally. Mm. Interesting. I don't know I'm a Kemba that. guy, too. I, I like, like Kemba, Kemba too, but I don't know me personally. That. He's going to be He's been surprisingly too. durable. But he'll be, he'll be out, too. He's if, not going to stay in Charlotte. If the Knicks, could, if the Knicks could get those three, could it be exciting? Yes. But here's the thing. We've never seen anybody do it with three free agents outside of the Heat, mm. right? And somebody and was he, already well, there. No, Wade, right. was, Wade was already there. Wade was so already you've actually there. never seen. Yeah. And that's my point. Yeah. You have to get these guys to be already there. And here's the other thing. Okay, that thing that Bobby Mark said. Here's the thing I think it's not going to – we're going to get into this with the AD thing. Who's beating the Celtics offer? That Nick mm. offer is not beating this, what the Celtics can offer. It's not. If I'm the Pelicans and the Knicks offer what you just said, Mitchell Robinson, Knox, who else did you say? Uh, it was Mitchell Robinson, Knox. Nilakina, I'm going to see. I'm and, see and, right. and this year's first? Who's topping Tatum? Put it that way. That's what nobody right, is. Right, yeah. right, right. At no. the end of the day, that's how you have to answer that question. And Who's if, topping Tatum? Which is why the, the Pelicans should be waiting and doing what they should do because right. Boston has the best officer. Nobody can it's match. It's in their best interest to wait. Absolutely. Yeah. So let me, let me just to wrap this up. I'm very upset with the Knicks because I feel like we've been hoodwinked. But I've been hoodwinked before. <laughs> I've been bamboozled astray, before. Run amok. Yeah. This <laughs> every, is, every past five years, you can use one of those. Yeah. Terms. This is this has happened before. So why am I rooting for this team? You know what I? You know who I like? I'm a KP fan. And you know who I like? Who he's going to play with right now? Luka Doncic. I, like yeah. I, like I, like I love Luka Doncic down in Dallas. I might be taking my fandom to the Mavericks. <laughs> this might be happening. You're going to have a Mavericks jersey on this summer. I might. I'm mad I even bought my daughter a KP jersey. Oh, man. When did you buy that? It was actually gifted to her. It wasn't me who bought it, but this was. Uh, oh, okay, now that's fine. This was Yo, when she was about here's, one, so here's about the thing. two years ago. You oh, can okay. ne- you it wasn't can't, recent then. You can't, and I told, I told somebody this uh, who has a KP jersey on Thursday, you can't get jerseys of current players. You can't do that because guys move around way too much. But now. you know what? You have to get You legends. know what? You have they to get like Allen Houston. They, so- they sold me. When he was drafted, I thought he was he's the best young player we had since Patrick Ewing. Did you like him from the beginning when the, when Al, the pick happened? Yes. Really? Definitely. I'll never forget Stephen A's definitely. reaction. Remember, remember, how, remember what Stephen A. Smith said? Yeah. He went and a lot of people were wrong. Spaz. Just like a lot of people yeah, were but wrong. A lot, yeah. But you know what it is? People fear the unknown, which also brings me to, let me say this. What if this is crazy enough to work? What if this is crazy enough because, like, oh, we've never seen it before. There's no precedent for getting... For then doing what the Knicks I are trying will, to do, then I somebody will, has to try it. <laughs> I, I I agree with that. I will laud the front office, and I will say they probably got some back channel information, mm. which they, they should they have. Be, if this, is it thing. would be irresponsible to do this without some sort of information. Right. I have to think that these dudes know something. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt here. But let me, if see. they knew something and they pulled this off, 
and they get two guys here, and what am I going to say? Let me say this though: it kind of depends on what else happens. Well, the like, right two guys. Yeah, say. it depends on what else happens. Well, you right, of, you got a lot of options though. But it it's depe- not just about KD. You got Kemba Walker. You right, but it Kawhi, depends on yeah, Clay Thompson, Clay. and then you go down the line, and it's not as great. But <laughs> yeah. like when you go and look at what everybody else can do, where is that going to leave them if they do get Kyrie and Kevin Durant? You know what I mean? Because what if the Nets add Kawhi Leonard, which is possible? Or what if the Celtics add Anthony Davis, which is also possible despite what his dad uh, might have said? You know, like— I mean, I think you gotta you have to do the best that you can do in any offseason and then take where it goes from there. That's all you can do. Because that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't—because th- I think I think what— <laughs> I think your fellow Knicks fans think that this is going to work and then they're going to win a championship right away. Where it's like— Golden State's still going to kind of be there even without Kevin Durant. Here's the thing. I'm not as upset. I'm upset about because I think the Knicks should have probably took KP's bluff a little bit more. Mm. You have a guy you can control. I think you say, you know, nobody, you know what nobody's ever done? Mm. Talk about things people, nobody's ever turned down the rookie extension yet. No rookies ever turned down that money Mm. because it's too much for them to turn down, right? I call his bluff, even if you got him to a shorter deal, two, three year deal, and extended him. I don't think you give up a guy that good with that skill set. Mm, but then what about the Rose early? Rule? I, but remember, I did say that I you was got the cons- Rose Rule. That's, that's the thing. true. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think they're drooling over Anthony Davis. They're drooling over right. uh, Kyrie Irving. I'm also concerned about his injury history going forward, though. But I've said I said that recently. You said that before. We that's about all. It. All of that is fair. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if this is the worst thing in the world. If it's he, not the worst thing in, in the fact, world. If he wanted to be out, but it does put them in a position where they have to deliver. Yes. And they might. And then at the same time, there's still a bunch of questions. Even if you do deliver two max phrases, because who's mm-hmm. going to play on your bench? You know what I mean? Like the Heat were able to be smart enough to get a bunch of shooters like Mike Miller, like Eddie House and guys like that and they made it work. They even lost the first year they went to the championship. I actually don't worry I don't worry as much because the Knicks will still have some young players if they had those two under friendly contracts. I don't worry as much about the guys being able to come there. When you put in those two kind of players there, people are going to want to come. And so I'm not as worried about that. In in more ways than one. I think it has... (laughs) At this point though, I think it really boils down to Kyrie Irving because if you don't get... if. You don't get yeah. Kyrie Irving to sign. No one get else it. is coming. Yeah, I missed that. No, he, he just was being mature. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured yeah, from, yes. the, from yeah. I don't, don't <laughs> want to say. Yeah. Well, yes. I'll, I'll listen to it. But <laughs> you're, you're, say, you're talking about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, because if you don't get Kyrie Irving, you're not going to get Durant. And then the Anthony Davis thing, that's a huge gamble because you have to have that pick ready. If you don't have a top two pick. And where are you it, picking? New Orleans is going to be like, what do you what do you got for us? Yeah. You know, I, 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 look. What if? And, and here's the thing: What if the Knicks don't get Zion Williamson? What if? Right. You know, they. Well, that's they, what I'm saying. Like, if you don't get the number one pick, then New Orleans is like, I don't even need to talk to you guys. What, if what they, else do you what, have to offer? What if they do like they usually do and win games down the stretch? Because remember, they have during the first. This was recently, but during the first, uh, I want to say, 50 or so games of the season, they had the least amount of home games played in the NBA, along with the Atlanta Hawks at 21. Coming up, they got a lot of, of those bad teams at home. They're gonna win some games down the stretch. They might win enough no, to be. Not, don't say that. They 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 might win enough to be the fourth overall pick, and you're probably gonna miss out on Zion, <laughs> RJ, not. and John Morant. You better take a page out of the old Celtics and 
sit DeAndre Jordan, sit I, all of them. I say buy him out. I don't even want to see <laughs> buy him. Buy him out. Buy him out. Yeah, and you know what uh, sucks? Wes Matthews, buy him out. I actually said this today, though. I was like, yo, Wes Matthews is someone that could actually be useful going forward to come off their bench if they were to keep him. However, and obviously he's not going to make as much money as he is now. Mm-hmm. However, you don't want to win games. Same thing with DeAndre Jordan. Buy I would think. I would think that out. with DeAndre Jordan, it might be beneficial for Mitchell Robinson to watch him play. And learn some defensive principles. Well, what if they strike out on those free agents? You might end up having to pay DeAndre Jordan some dough because that could have very much no, happened. But he, we've, seen this, we've seen this chapter before. We've, we've seen, seen this, this before. movie before. And, but, and here's the thing in terms of free agency. It's just a risky How move. attractive are they with the, with the complete blank slate? Right. Like, great. Exactly. New York market, whatever, whatever. Right. And people, oh. people are still saying, oh, there's cachet and things like that. But I'm, I repeatedly tell, I tell this to Jamal Murphy and Darrell. I tell them to this all the time. I'm like, look, players increasingly do not care about market oh, size to that degree. That's been shown. They, they don't care about market I don't, size. I think they the, care about money which the Knicks do have they care about that because now they have the space to make that happen but they also care about organizational structure who's on the team yeah, for the you young go. players playing with their buddies the there Lakers have LeBron that's yeah. their selling chip come play with LeBron it's they're, not also so the, much... they're also the Lakers they, yeah what you're saying which is, helps what you're saying but is the Knicks the... don't have the Knicks are the Knicks but they don't have a history of winning they have the worst record in the NBA this century yeah, here's the thing they the market size only is a sweetener it's a sweetener to what you already have. The first thing you mentioned is the biggest thing. Look, the Celtics are the Celtics, right? And it's not like Boston's been this big free agent destination, but right. they have the Never. cachet of this. They have all the banners and the championships. Right. The Lakers, probably more of a sexy destination. They have the banners too, right? But you need organizational structure. Mm-hmm. The people in the front office have to be good at their job, okay? who's A lot of people weren't trying to come to L.A. the last couple of years, Right. right? Who's been trying to knock down the door to get there? LaMarcus Aldridge turned him down. Where did he go? Mm. San Antonio. Paul George didn't go there? Right. It's not like a lot of people are dying to live in San Antonio. No disrespect to San Antonio. Yeah. A lot of people aren't dying to live in Oklahoma City. No disrespect to Oklahoma City either. And then look what Paul George did. Everyone assumed he was going to go to L.A. LaMarcus Aldridge went to the Spurs. Paul Gasol went to the Spurs. So Brian's point is right in that what matters is organizational competence. Mm. Now, Brian brought up the question. Why is anybody going to want to come here? See, that's my question about this whole thing with the cap space. You might want to attract Durant, Irving, whoever, and maybe they want to play here. They might agree to come together. They might, right? And I think that's a whole big if. That's what this happens. You need just at least one of them just to say. What do the Knicks have to sell anybody on wanting to come here? Oh, you want to come here and play with Frank Nealakina? That doesn't get me excited. (laughs) You want to come here and play with Kevin Knox? That's not getting me excited. And if I'm a player, I'm like, yo. You just had a young all-star who said he, peace, he didn't want to be here. <laughs> that matters, too. Yeah. That matters, Let's not too. act like that doesn't matter. Yeah. Look at the reactions with Joel Embiid typing LOL, 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 after the trade happened and other <laughs> yeah, guys being that. like, wow, and Kevin Knox putting the scared emoji, your own young rookie who's supposed because to be a star like, in the future. this star who was balling last year didn't want to be here. How does that look to Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant's like, what's going on here? Let, well, I'm going to question what's going on here. Then you got the the Knicks front office and the media team coming out and banning reporters from being on a conference call. Here's another thing. I still think it's entirely possible that Kevin Durant stays in Golden State and to appease him, they trade Draymond Green. So what if he doesn't hit the free agency market at all? Who, there's a lot of ifs. You know, you know, you know, you know. And to Josue's point, yeah. Kyrie might stay in Boston. But yeah. you know what I did know? That KP was 23 and an all-star. Y'all had him under control, and y'all let him go. Mm. I'm done here. 
A new daily fantasy app for prop bets is here, and it's called Thrive Fantasy. Forget the old school way of DFS. Thrive Fantasy has streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top tier athletes. That means no more salary cap. You just build your lineup around a list of prop bets. Here's how it works. For each contest, you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that value if the prop is correct. So for example, if Tom Brady throws for over or under 250 yards, the less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth. You build your team, score around the amount of correct prop bets you select. It's easy to play, so just check out the Thrive Fantasy link in the description of this podcast and get in the game with Thrive Fantasy today. The Celtics know that they have all the trade chips to get Anthony Davis. But the big thing is, will the Lakers, which everybody thinks is where Anthony Davis wants to go, will they be aggressive Obviously. before the deadline? Rich Paul. Uh, do you think the Celtics? Paul, do you dude. think the Celtics get Anthony Davis eventually? It has to happen after July first. But do you think they eventually get him? I think they do. Um, mm. But but do you think they should? I think they should. Yes. My my yes. fear is that a team is just going to swoop in before the deadline. That could happen. A team that is just willing to risk it all. Because think about it. We talk about someone like Paul George who people are like, oh, I don't know, Oklahoma City, you're getting this guy for a rental. You gave up all this and that. What happened? He stuck around. You know, guys in the past, we'll see what happens with Kawhi. I, I still think Kawhi might stay in Toronto. Toronto has a really good shot to not only compete, but they could knock off the Celtics this year. I do think they're that talented. Yeah. You can look at the track record throughout the postseason the last couple of years. That team is completely different to what, what they have now. Kawhi Leonard's a top five guy. What the teams the have, defense is, is at another level that we've seen before in the last couple of years. What teams have enough to get Anthony Davis off the top of your head? Off I mean, the top of my head, the only interesting team to me, and people are going to think I'm crazy with this one, but mm. I don't know. You never know. Depending how New Orleans feels about this, this package deal, is Denver. Denver's interesting. All right, they are. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Very interesting. I think we'll take some combination of Jamal, Mur- Murray, yep. Harris. Murray would be sort of the, the promising selling point of this package deal. They'd probably 20 point score yep. on, on the up and up. You got uh, you have to throw in Paul Millsap for contract purposes. Yep. Um, I think. And they got picks. And they got picks. And th- they have the rookie, um, Porter. Porter Jr. Porter Jr. That's not a bad trade. I not think, a bad package. I think deal. the Nets could assemble a package. But I just wouldn't do it personally if I were them. But you, but who's your you, centerpiece? D'Angelo Russell? <sighs> yes, might, you would have to. Be. It would have, have to, be. to be. It would have to be him or Karras. I don't know. That's they what I'm saying. Karras. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, it would have. But here, here, if I'm New Orleans, it's like, yo, it starts at Karras, Levert, Jared Allen, and at least a pick. Because mm. they're probably going to have to make. They're probably going to have to give you Alan Crabb to make the salaries match. And it's like, if I'm taking back Alan Crabb, I'm going to need multiple first-round picks. Right. But here's the thing. Those teams that might be willing to go for it, like you're saying, Josue. Yeah, but I don't know if Denver has be, a sack to do it, though. Because you – But you know what? You got – But you got, but and it, you, I hope not. What I if, saw them kill What Houston? if Toronto did it? Toronto's shown to go for it. What if they said Pascal Siakam, yeah, Valanciunas? See, that's the thing. You just oh. throw a bunch of OG picks and, them, and it's like, is that what they really want? I mean, they do obviously want a big to replace Anthony Davis, but New I feel like they're have... looking for that one promising guy who can turn into maybe not a superstar, but like a perennial all-star. And with Denver, you had that. At least if you, if depending on how you feel about Jamal Murray. Like, I don't they don't know. have a lot of leverage, though. Who? New Orleans. They don't have a lot of leverage. No, which is why they're better off waiting. But if they, again, but you're gonna, depending you're how gonna... they feel about this Denver package that we just talked about, you know, it could. It could I happen. I don't know how much you could wait just because – wait for Boston, sure, if you wait to the summer. Waiting show. for Boston is the thing that makes sense, but here's the only thing that can change that, and this is kind of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. What if AD comes out and says publicly, yo, I want to be traded to the Lakers? 
if he says that, then that changes everything. Yeah. Because now those other teams that Josue was mentioning that might want to take a chance and rent him and see if they can convince him to stay might be like, well, psh, we're not going to give up all this when we know he wants to go to Lakers anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Portland's another That's team true. I just thought of, too. I'm, I'm saying that everything you're saying makes sense, yeah. but I was like, what if he throws this Even if the deadline comes and goes yeah. and he says that about L.A.? Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, right? You see what and I'm Rich, saying? Rich Paul knows what he's doing, man. This whole thing is orchestrated. The batch, the, I said, Remember I said that when we had Howard Beck up here? Real talk. It's soon, crazy. As soon as he hired Rich Paul, I'm like, he's going to Lakers. He's he even got Kyrie, he got Kyrie Irving spazzing. Like, this is, this is all orchestrated, man. Everybody's looking shaky right now. Boss is looking shaky. The franchise, everyone. I mean, I don't mean like the personnel right, of the franchise, right. but Celtics fans are they're, they're nervous right now. They're really nervous, all because of these reports, all set in place, orchestrated by Rich Paul. It sucks because the Lakers package is really not that attractive. Did you see? It's the, not. It's really not. Did you see There's what, nothing they could do to fix that. Did right you now. see the late what the Lakers offer? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it up trash. right now. I'm put it up right That's now. The I saw it last do. night. That's, but it is the best. I mean, unless they want to start throwing in more picks. Look, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, and a first round pick. Listen, man. <laughs> they didn't even put Brandon well, Ingram in there. <laughs> I already have. If I'm New Orleans, I have Alfred Payton and I have Drew Holiday. Why the hell would I want Lonzo Ball and and uh, Rajon Rondo? Well, because well, because Lonzo Ball is better than Alfred Payton. That's not even close. Think he's better than Alfred Payton right yes! now? Yes, yes, he's better than Alfred Payton. Now, here's, here's I still a, have Drew Holiday. Though. Here's a, yeah, but under Drew, max but salary, Drew Holiday yeah, can play. He's, he's Drew Holiday can play run. off the ball. I think the Lakers could trade for. Um, yeah, Drew could be the two. Lonzo is a already an, a good defender. And a very good passer and rebounder for his size. He's not shooting the ball well, but he does those other three but things. But he's yeah, really he awful. Clutch, he's triple doubles. Like he's not the shooting. He's not. So not is Jason Kidd well. when he he's started his career. All, he yeah. he's shooting forty percent on free throws. That bothers. That's me. a really that's a really good point anymore. though. Jason Kidd was a terrible shooter. Yeah. So but then by the end, I, of this I, I don't point. get caught up in these guys. Whatever, but I don't get caught up in these guys who can't shoot as well earlier. If he does other things at a high level, I like that. Is he really better than Frank Nilakina? Honestly, right now. He's you know a better funny. passer, and he could get into the lane better than Nilakina. So I'll say, yeah. You know what's funny? I just thought of this right now. Actually, I was thinking about this yesterday. It just you just brought it up by bringing him his name up. <laughs> the Knicks trade for Dennis Smith Jr. And I remember going into that draft. I was like, that's the guy you guys should have picked all along. I didn't yeah. like Dennis Smith Jr. Really? Nah. So you like that pick? I like that pick of Nilakina. Really? And I still think Nilakina okay. is going to be okay. I think people get we're still too worried about the oh, shot. Oh man, I have. He does not shown Brian knows I'm down on what he's done this year because he hasn't shown me the ability to get into the paint Nilakina's already an elite defender he can defend really good yeah, but I don't know man Smith could turn that corner Here's the thing. That's just, you could say the same thing about I a lot of guys so. in that draft there's a lot of guys that wait till year three year four they're going to start to flourish and I think he's that's one of true. those guys and just we're seeing that now with D'Angelo could, Russell Justice Winslow and that's Jeff, true. Before, the, before. before the draft I could just see him like him in a Knicks jersey everyone going nuts that score first type of point guard and I'm just, it's just funny to me. I could pull up my mock draft I right hope, now. And I hope you're right. The Knicks pick. He's on the Dennis team, Pitch, and I still. Uh, Dennis Jr. He's on the team, and I still am kind of rooting let for me, the Knicks. So I will say, I hope you're he's right. Gonna do well. He's going to do well. Watch. You see. He's going to do well. But let me ask you something about Frank Nilakina. Um, $6.2 million team option for 2020 and 2021, which they're going to have to make a decision on prior to next season. Yeah. I don't well, think it's getting picked up. Not the way it's played right now. Me neither. Uh, uh, this is unless, unless one thing, especially they want to keep flexibility. Unless he plays in summer league and has this really good summer league where you see some change and aggressiveness, and I wouldn't put too much stock into that. Or the rest of the season. Yeah, but he needs to show and prove. These, the end of the season is very important for him. You don't want your lottery pick to be in summer league. I was, was going to say, is he going to the summer league again? Like, but he, he has to. to. He has to. He needs to. He has to, and you got to play him as shooting guard and be like, yo, you're attacking or we're f- 
we're not picking up your options. Who's good in the G League? I heard you guys have like the best G League team right now. Like you guys like the Warriors of the G League. Don't say that to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Shout out Philip Carr. Come on, He's man. If you're gonna player. if you're He's gonna fill team. out this bench with you know with guys, you gotta know somebody's gonna get moved up, right? <laughs> if you're gonna go get Durant and, and Kyrie, you gotta have somebody. Isaiah Hicks is your other two way. Kadeem Allen's their two way that's playing now. Oh, Kadeem and Isaiah is, I like, Hicks. I like Kadeem. Isaiah Hicks, uh, former Celtic, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and Isaiah Hicks is there. Jameel Warney's on that team. Are we oh. really talk? Are we talking about the G League right now? <laughs> Stop it, man! Stop. Stephen Zimmerman, former second round pick of the Orlando Magic. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Let's just stop this right now. Yo, y'all got in the media section, y'all got these uh, little monitors. And, and yes, we do. It, and, plays, and the, the, it plays the G it League plays games. The Westchester Knicks? Yeah. You dying to go do some Westchester Knicks coverage, Jose? <laughs> At some point throughout that game, I was like, oh, this team's not bad. Check these guys so out. You, so you think, so you, you think, I think the Celtics need AD. You think they will get him? I think they will get him. And if they don't, if they strike out, if, if, if Papa Anthony Davis is just like, no, son, you ain't going there. You're better than that. <laughs> Go to LA, listen to your dad. It's probably I don't think it's the end of the world. That's why I think it's going to happen. That's why I think it's I don't happen. think it's the end of the world for the Celtics. I still think the Celtics will compete. I mean, you still got Jason Tatum. It's like, still have like, depth. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, like Jason Tatum is the is the one piece that New Orleans can say to everyone else, who's your Tatum in this deal? What do you because think? Because Boston's, Boston's willing to give me Tatum. And look, it's not going to be that easy. It's, people always describe trying to make a deal with Danny Ainge is like pulling teeth. That's what I was going to say. But at the end of the day, if it comes down to Tatum, you know, it's go time. The, 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 Danny the, Ainge will trade his mom for Anthony Davis, man. What? That's how he is. He Yo, does not care. Look, but sometimes when you need to win championships, your mom got to go. But look, here's the thing. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> see how you feel about your mom. I'm joking. We need to pull that out for Mother's Day. Mother's Day episode. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> Play that yeah. drop. Yeah. We Listen, I'm the, coming from the guy who once said family's overrated on this podcast. Some I don't have much members of, in your I don't family have much, overrated. Yeah, yeah. I, some members. I don't have much of a leg to stand on in this you one. Don't. I don't. I hope none of y'all but, listen well, to Let this. me ask y'all this, though. Love you guys. If y'all would any age would you trade for would you trade uh Tatum for Anthony Davis absolutely yeah. you've been yeah. you, you've been, these Celtics fans you've been crazy, holding man. all these assets for this moment exactly. and I think if you can exactly. land Anthony Davis after July 1st you know who's gonna stay Kyrie Irving absolutely because they're supposedly tight so yeah, yeah Go Anthony ahead, Davis is Anthony Davis now we don't know where Jason Tatum's gonna be that's true Gerard always likes right to say. is it that's different than trading a young talent for cap space, right. and you don't know what that's going to do. Right. But some organizations like to do that. Knicks. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> and and also, I want to add this too for the people out there who are saying, "Oh, Anthony Davis could be a rental. He could just up and leave." It's not going to happen, man. Once he gets a taste of Boston, once he gets a taste of the fandom, once he gets a taste of playing at TD Garden, part of the home team, it's not happening. Man. I mean, but Kyrie oh, Irving, Kyrie Irving Boston might leave though. So not if Anthony no. Davis is coming. Well, right. right. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But let me say this. How exactly. do you feel how do you feel about the whole Isaiah Thomas situation still sort of carrying weight and being into the light now? Because I feel like players do look at loyalty as one of those factors in free agency and things we were talking about. Mm-hmm. If the organization's gonna show uh its players loyalty and people are sort of sour on that Isaiah Thomas situation. Yeah. Still. Um it surprises me up until this point that they're still like that because look how both sides panned out. I mean Looking back on it, who can sit there and honestly say that Celtics made a wrong move? But do you still think it's going to affect them? Like, in future transactions with um, Anthony Davis potentially, with Kyrie Irving's free agency pending? I, don't, I really don't think so. I don't. I just think a lot of these guys nowadays, they just they want to play with their guys. They want to win. And at the end of the day, they look at that and say, man, that was an unfortunate situation, but that's not going to happen to me. You know I wonder, I mean? like, I wonder everyone, how much— you- these, these NBA players are so gassed and they're so you know full of themselves that they're just— in their mind, they're like, "Yeah, that's a, that's a shitty situation for him, but I'm I'm too good to be traded, you know." So I don't I don't think it, I don't think it'll affect him. I wonder how much of it is more that he got traded, or is the p- fact that he played 
while hurt. Yeah, I think that's, that's the what messed it is. up thing, right? I like, think that's the messed up thing that people are looking at because they're like, man, something's new a lot more than Cleveland did. Uh huh. And then Cleveland, remember they held they held up the deal. They throw in a the Celtics threw in like a twenty twenty eight second round pick. They're like, all right, we got a deal now. now and it's like that's it. all it took, really. Like that's because you know Isaiah is not going to be at at one hundred percent never. And then look how everything else panned out. It was just, man, yo, Danny's undefeated. <laughs> Danny is undefeated. Well, well, when has he lost a trade? Besides his first couple of years when he was just trying to figure things out. I mean, he's he undefeated lose, right I now. I remember losing no trades. He, he's undefeated. He, he's undefeated right now. I still would This is like, his toughest pull right here. Right here, Davis. yes. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. This yeah. is tough. And I still want to see. I also still want to see if how, how the Nets trade continues to play out. Because now you're looking at what they got in that trade, and wait, it doesn't you... look too bad. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. In terms of the first-round picks. Well, I mean, the Nets did some good stuff with their first-round picks, getting it for late picks. But let me tell you something. Oh. Ain't nothing good about pick swapping all those years that they were. Wait, you're talking about the Paul Pierce and KG trade? Yes. Because I mean, because when you really look at it, like, all right, let me ask you something. Are you Would... trying to say that there's a chance the Nets could win that trade? If you look back on it years from now, right, and we have to see where both teams are. But we're at a point now where Kyrie Irving could leave. For all intents and purposes, what if Kyrie Irving leaves? That doesn't give the Nets a win. Hold on. They, Kyrie Irving <laughs> leaves. You're not letting me finish. Kyrie Irving leaves. They don't get Anthony Davis, right? And the Nets end up getting a free agent because they could. They have the space for it. They're going to be able to maneuver and do that. The Nets could be a better team next season. Doesn't it's mean entirely want, possible. Doesn't mean they want to trade. And because of that trade, they had to get uh, – they pick-swapped in 2017. Yep. They got Jared Allen. I know Boston got Jason Tatum. Well, they got Markel Fultz in the trade of him. Stupid Philadelphia. Yeah, again, <laughs> Danny Age not losing. Yeah. But the Nets did get Jared uh, another Allen. Another win for him. The Nets did get Jared but Allen. But Jared Allen's not Jason A product Taylor. of that trade is also them getting Karis LeVert. Not directly because they had to yes. deal uh, right. Thaddeus Young. But if you're going 2016 picks, Thaddeus, I mean, not Thaddeus Young, Karis LeVert, Jalen Brown. Right, well, Kar- I see what you're saying. I think Karis LeVert's a better I mean, player. Boston- you know, in 2018, the pick that they gave up ended up being Colin Sexton. They ended up getting Karooks. In the second round, who's going to be in the Rising Stars Challenge? Who looks good, but I'm not going to go crazy on him yet. He's starting already. That, look, I'll I say, mean, he's, I, but yeah. what I'm saying is like, I'll I, say I, that, I had to look through my program about him. That's true. I, did what, my, I mean, I had to do some digging. I, I think what you need to say is the Nets have done a good job in their recovering. homework and being a comp in yeah. recovery. No, not a good. They've done the best job they could have done oh, in recovering yes, from that trade. They did because and they're still counts. supposed to be. They're supposed to be right now where the Atlanta Hawks are. They're supposed to be terrible. Well, they, actually, Atlanta's not terrible. But here's a couple but, things. Here's a couple things they did that matter in that is that they took risks. They took on contracts like Damari Carroll. They acquired extra first round picks. Mm-hmm. They did things like that. They used un- well, say it's unconventional methods. They had mm-hmm. to do like kind of the, the way- Russell trade was solid. Do I need yeah. to remind yeah. you what? Yes, that's do, another do one. Do I need yeah. to remind you what that, that they got in return for Damari Carroll? I mean, what they got in that Damari Carroll deal? Um, <laughs> they traded Justin Hamilton. Uh, right. Got Damari Carroll, a first-round pick, and a second-round pick. But here's the thing. You have to acknowledge that they made other good moves. They got handed a knockout blow, a crippling blow that hindered their organizations because they hit themselves to these older players. And the new front office that came, because that's an old front office, the new front office that came right. has done a fantastic job of doing the, all these little moves to get them to the point in where su- they could, In so little time, yeah. In such a little Who, time. Right. And you got to give them credit for drafting competent players in the mid to late first round. Who wins in a fight between Sean Marks and Danny Ainge? <laughs> Sean Marks. Of course, this comes, back, this comes back to violence. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna That's what Sean. I wanted to get to. No, Danny, Danny's okay. swinging and running. He's not. He's not sticking. He's not sticking around. <laughs> nah, he's not. No, didn't he fight? Um, what's his name? And he then, had an NBA fight before. Yeah, he must have been running. And oh, uh, behind are we talking about? Um, yes, that one. Uh, oh, when he hit dude in the face, face. to the inbound play. Uh, 
Wait, that <laughs> when he was with Phoenix? There was a couple. Yeah, I think, I think there was a couple. Phoenix where he got. Danny Ainge got down. Sean Marks is just seven feet, but not all seven footers, yeah. you know. But he also <laughs> is from New Zealand. Hands. He's from New Zealand's. New Zealand. So. <laughs> Zealand. Uh, before we get out of here. Same got, place as Israel Adesanya. They bang out there. We got, yes, they do. <laughs> we got we got to get into some hip hop uh, before we get out of here. Uh, Let's do it. What are you listening to today, man? I see you got the uh, Kitsy Ghost. I mean, that's. Kid Cudi Kanye. Yeah, I, I, I've been bumping that a little bit. Actually, on the way over here, I was listening to Common. Some, some not old, old Common. Are you trying to mellow out? Yeah. You know, I had a nice, <laughs> had a nice ride on, wait, the, wait, on the subway. Wait, wait. I, I assumed I, you were listening to B. I was. Yeah. <laughs> that's Common's best album. Yes, I was. Yes, that, that's yes. a classic you, album. You, you mellow I love out when you album. listen to that album. You don't get hype. Yeah. You get hype when you listen to Finding Forever. And which is not as good. as Well, it's funny. I listened, <laughs> right. I listened to the entire B album, which I started at Mass Square Garden last night. R.I.P. Kanye West. Off, and then I went to uh, what is it? Dreamer yes. the Believer. Oh my, I'm probably getting that wrong. The Dreamer the Believer. The Dreamer that's the Believer. The album yeah. After Finding. Oh, I like that. No, no, no after Finding. Is that the one with Blue Sky? Yes. No, no. That's actually after Universal Mind Control. That's right. That was one in between. Yeah, yeah, you're right. One of Dexter's all-time. One of Dexter's all-time great Instagram posts was the first one after the birth of his daughter, where he used the quote from Blue Sky. Oh, from the beat. No, it was not from Blue Sky. Yes, it was from Blue Sky. No, it was not from Blue Sky. It was the intro from the beat. Yes, yes. Waiting for the Lord of Rise to look into my daughter's eyes and realize I'm a change. He said that in Blue Sky also. No, he didn't. I swear he did. No, he did not. He said, I swear he did not. Wait, really? No, he did not. I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I'm getting my common songs, man. But uh, who else? Who I'm, I'm going to look up the lyrics I mean, while recent, you continue to talk about rappers, common. Uh, I'm a huge Kendrick guy, J. Cole. Yeah, me too. Um, who else? I like, um, who was I listening to? He just dropped the EP. Damn, I'm drawing a blick right now. Um, Bick. I like Big Mensa. Yeah, I haven't listened to that EP. It's uh, good. I haven't listened to that, yeah, it, I, it, I like it grew on No, me. he said something else about eyes. But it was close. No, not even close. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't like, even know nah, why you looked that up. Nah, I, yo, that I'm up. glad you appreciated that Instagram post. Though. I do, I do appreciate that. I mean, Blue Sky would have made yeah, sense. As soon also. as you said that about the birthday doll, I knew exactly the B intro. Like, yeah, I, oh, I, I, it, I'm not somebody that really post, post lyrics or quotes all the time, yeah. but I had like listened to it. I was listening to the album the day before my daughter was born, and it was really in my head. And I was just like, I had this to picture. To be. I'm holding her, and I was like, ah, oh, it's like dope. So that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was good. Okay. This yeah, is some good man. stuff. Do you like that? We talked about this on an uh, uh, extra that's going to come out, but do you like that new J. Cole single? I love that new J. Cole single. Mm-hmm. What? I love yeah. that Kevin Durant referenced it before he played the Celtics uh, last Saturday. That was that was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, they had uh, they had like, the old the, the old Boston heads looking that song up. Like, what is the song that he's referencing? <laughs> that's, that's the J. Cole <laughs> this song. This is how he feels. That's the J. Cole song that I've replayed. I told you this. The J. Cole song I've replayed the most since I heard uh, Fire Squad. Yeah, yeah you said that. I and I like that. KOD. Yo, I like like for I days. I kept. Repl- I just did a replay. I kept anymore. listening to that song, man. Like I couldn't stop listening to it. And then it's funny, yeah. Um, from uh, Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe. Yeah, because <laughs> we're always talking about I'm like, yo, listen to these new rappers, man. J Cole's my guy. And he's a hip hop head. I don't he's talk, a hip hop head. Gary about that. A lot yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like, yo, that new J Cole. It's, it's a good. It's a pretty good song. It's a pretty good song. And that's the, <laughs> that's the best you're gonna get out of Gary talking about new <laughs> that, rap. Yeah, like, that's why I know somebody's older than me. He's like, it's a pretty good song. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I know Gary's a hip hop head, so I know we gotta get him. We gotta get him on here. I gotta reach out. You should, man. Gary's fun to talk to about. But it's funny, man. He won't he won't give you the time of day, you know? Like the new stuff. I'm like, yo, trust me, man, not all the new stuff is terrible. You just gotta do some digging. Like, he puts you that's on what we but he wouldn't he wouldn't listen to me. But Kevin Durant brings up the song. He he tuned right in right after Kevin Durant. So I gotta what I see Gary, I gotta talk to him about that. I've seen him talk to him about that. Because you're you're at that age because you're you're a thirty year old and I'm thirty five, and sometimes you get the older 
older hip hop heads who were like, nah, I'm not gonna listen to this. So I'm not right. gonna. Li-. I, I tend to it's see that from people ways. who's like a little bit older. They're like, nah, I'm not gonna do this. And they're very like protective of, of, of their era. Or people will tell me, I don't. They don't think Kendrick or Cole is are good. Yeah. And I'm like, I've heard what? That. Yeah, I've heard that. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Yeah. I've yeah, heard I people hear just that. don't like Kendrick's like flow. Not his, his flow, voice. But I, can, but I, can, I can understand like people voice. don't like yeah. his voice. Yeah. I may, I may understand like, that. To the content though, like it's fire. I, I don't get that though. Like I think some people are stuck in how things just sound all the time. Mm. I think you have to. I agree. Lyrically. J Cole gets the boring thing also. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. And and Kendrick gets the the voice thing. Yo, I had to like go through my contact list trying to go. To, I went to the J Cole show when he came to Boston over the yeah, summer. Yeah. People were like, mm, I don't like a couple of his songs. So I'm, I'm good. I'm like, just, you don't want to go to the show, though? Like, you don't want to <laughs> just watch him perform? Like, you, those couple songs you like, he, he might do them. Like, you want to go watch? Nah, I'm good. It's like, damn. Like, people just don't. And, don't and, then, and then you have the J. Cole head. It's like, oh, that's that's their guy. Like, it's either you love him or you're like, eh, he's all right. There's no in between. I, I, I love him. I think he's great. I Me don't too. understand how people say he's not exciting. I don't understand that. What are you looking forward to this year? Mm. I know we all have our albums we're looking forward to. Bandana. Do you, for? Do you like Freddie Gibbs? Freddie Gibbs is good. I like. Fred. I know that's your guy. That's <laughs> Everybody knows that's his guy. <laughs> that's your Jay-Z. That's your Biggie. That's your Tupac. No. Yes. I, I don't even like... Uh... Never mind. Yes. It's like I don't even like Jay-Z. Yeah. No, no, no. I like it. No, 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 no. I like Jay-Z. We were talking because Nick Metalinos tries <laughs> no, to peg me as a Jay Z. The, the Nas Jay Z debate y'all you, had a couple oh, weeks you enjoyed ago. That? that was great, man. Nick, oh, Nick, man. Nick, was Nick, 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 yeah. Nick Metalinos, I'm gonna put him in an ankle lock. He tries to what? he tries to <laughs> <laughs> He try he tries to peg me as a, he tries to peg me as a Jay Z hater just because I want to put some respect uh, on Nas' discussion. I know that you aren't. I know that you aren't. Like I know this. We've had many discussions. All you Jay Z fans, like I get it. Hard knock life was the shit. No, but I like I, I but, like the the conversation you two had because you just about the, the the catalog. Because Nas has obviously an amazing catalog. Jay does yep. too. I was just calling for respect on Nas' catalog. Where do you yeah. stand? Where do you stand on that conversation? You're the first Jay, man. I just think Jay's catalog is, is is untouchable. I mean, that's just me though. And you know, it's it's a it's a great debate though because Nas' albums are. Amazing, they're incredible. So it's really close. Nas right. is the closest. Nas is clo- easily the closest. Like I, I said, agree. easily that, that, the closest. But that's basically what I'm saying is that yeah. it's not. People act like Jay Z's catalog is way better, and I'm like, no, it's close. No, I wouldn't say that. Except it's, for you had Gosson in there, right? No, I, I got, I got, uh, no, Illmatic, Stillmatic, and it was written. Those are your three. Those are my three. You're going with. Yeah. I think Gosson's a really no, good my, album. It's my, a really good album, no, no, but that's no, not my three. My three is was actually Illmatic, Stillmatic, and Life Is Good. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, then yeah. you just had that last one. And then Godson might be right after that, and yeah. then you got, like, Lost Tapes. and They yeah. got two they're, – they're, they're the two best yeah. in terms of discography, bodies of work. Some people want to put Kanye there. His first three <laughs> albums are really good, though. No. They're as good as, as a lot of people. Right, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. after that, I mean – I agree, and that yeah. counts. That matters. Um, yeah, Kanye is really interesting one. Some, I, people, some people will put Tupac up there. I, look, some people I, put I, Eminem up there. I think I think Jay and Nas were the were the greats of what they did for their generation. What I listened to growing up, mm-hmm. and I think Kendrick and Cole are doing that right now. Right. I think oh, Kendrick I think, is getting there. I think they're the two. I mean, I, I already have Kendrick in my top five. So <laughs> no, that, but what I'm saying, he's top getting five to, dead alive, huh? Yes, he's, he's getting yes. closer Damn. to that Jay Z yes. Nas. He's yes. getting closer. I, his first two albums are are as good as anybody's. What about Dan? I love Dan. Not not as much as I like Good Kid, Mad City, and To Pimp a Butterfly. I but, like, I, but here's the thing: I, I, see, I, say, I love To Pimp a Butterfly, but, but I say first I don't know, three. I, th- I think I like Damn better. I think a lot of people do because it was the more commercial sounding of the of the three albums. Yeah, what was Damn? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Not to pimp butterfly. No, but hold, but I but yeah. I include I include That's section eighty. Commercial. I include section eighty. Yeah, so section then 80 when I'm hard. doing t- people's first three albums, I'm including section eighty and then putting Good Kid, Mad City and to pimp a butterfly. And you could put that against. Well, if you want to take all four, anybody. they're as good as anybody. That's what I'm saying. Right. Section if eighty you... counts because that's that's how I was introduced to him. That's how a lot of people were, and that was an album. It was independent, but that was still an album that came right. out. Yeah, it still counts. It's still, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and no. section eighty is phenomenal. No, it's a, no. <laughs> there's no doubt. What are you looking forward to drop seeing drop this year? What do you What do you want to see? Who do you want to see? Come I mean, out I would love a new Kendrick album. I don't know if, yes. that's, if that's even coming, but it's, it's, think, he's think, due, right? It's been a couple of years. Yeah, we need that. Um, who yeah. else? It's been two years. I was just saying my boy the other day, we were just chilling. He was like, yo, we need that the album. I guess it's just him and Cole, man. I don't know. I need some new rappers, man. I do. I, I feel like I'm listening to I'm the same li- heads. I'm, li- I'm intrigued for new Joey Badass Project. Um, oh, I think he's oh, okay. due. His last one was two um, years ago. So. I'm in, I want a new Common Project. You know, you, you, know, you know what album was I wasn't crazy about his last album. You know so what? Me neither. No, I wasn't. There's some songs. But you know what album wasn't terrible? You know what album wasn't terrible that I've recently heard because of Melvin, who we had on this podcast? Jaden Smith's. That yeah. wasn't bad actually. It took me. It, took it wasn't. Me, it took terrible. me a while to finally listen to it because people kept talking took, about it. See, I feel like I feel too. like I'm about to get in the Gary Washburn mode of being. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, y'all know, I'm gonna try You'd that. Be like, that's but a little no, too no, young. No, no, no. But when somebody says Jada something's Smith good, put, I'm at least gonna try. It, Jay, I, you know? I don't know. Like, I'm not gonna like bump the hell out of it all year long type of thing. Right. But he can rap. He can rap. You okay, know what that's I mean? interesting because I would go into it not taking him seriously. Right. Like, but I don't want to go in and listen to it like him being a him being a Smith. Him being a Smith is hard for people to take him seriously because he's Will Smith's son. So people would think whatever. Like, what are you rapping about? Your life's been great. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? What? What what kind of struggles have you faced? Honestly, that's 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 how people on the outside looking in are with that. But I actually think nah, he can rap. Uh, It's very short too. Let me actually see. The project is very short. What do you think of Kid Cudi? I've liked Kid Cudi. I love bringing up Kid Cudi because ever since he dropped the years. album with Kanye, people were just like, "Oh, but I didn't." Where's this stupid? I'm like, 30, 30, thirty-six minutes that album. I like Jada Smith. Like Eleven that? songs, thirty-six minutes. There's one six-minute song and another one that's close to six minutes, and there's a bunch of songs that are less than two minutes. Uh, but still, okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. Kid yeah. Cudi. Um, I've liked his music over the years. I think he's really talented. I did not listen to the Kid Sea Ghost Project with Kanye. Wow. Um, what? Oh yeah, Cudi's your guy, yeah, right? Um, yeah, I'm not a big Kid Cudi guy. I like Kid Cudi, Like, I, what, what was So what, why did you not listen to Kissy Ghost? Um, Kanye. Because Kanye. <laughs> oh, and I'm off, I'm off that Kanye. <laughs> you on the boycott, the Cudi, I mean the Kanye boycott? You yeah, on man, that? I can't rock with him, man. Oh, come right on, now. man. I can't rock with him. Hey, here's the thing, Damn. though. I There's did, some the artists only that thing I like, listened to, the art. I did listen to Day- Daytona. Daytona um, was fire. Which I thought. It's one of the best albums I, of the year. And I thought Kanye's production on that was Oh, definitely bumping throughout there. that um, yeah. five album. That was easily his production wise, uh, easily his best one. Um, yeah. I maybe I'll give the the kids he goes. Yeah, I, man. I do like Cuddy. I like Cuddy's. Um, He's gonna come in here with a hoodie next week. What? Preview. <laughs> He's gonna be like, I don't want that. Just put me on. <laughs> I might. I might come with nah. cross out the Kanye. Um, <laughs> Damn. I did like. I did like. What was the song he did with uh, the Waves joint? He did with uh, um, Pharrell. Oh I yeah, yeah. I'd like to see Cuddy and Pharrell do some more work. Yeah, that, I thought that they song had a good was dope. Vibe that album was a good album. That he, album was he, had, a good he had Andre on there. Andre three, too. Three yeah. stacks out a couple. Of, okay, so you know, I Cuddy listened to the album. Yeah, right, that people, album was a good album. Yo, a lot of people don't even know that album existed. No, Everyone's like, oh, the Day and Night dude. I'm like, come on, nah, man, Day and Night oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, which is also a good project. People say that. Oh yeah, I gotta listen to the Boogie projects. When people say the Day and Night dude, man, that just. Oh man, you just like the day of listening. It's like you don't even know. I'm looking at the list of stuff that came out in January, and it sucks. 
Yeah, so, there's not much. Great. Like other than Boogie, there's probably not much I'm really. Yeah, that's why I had the J Cole song on repeat, man. That's all we got. Right yeah, here. Honestly, that's all middle, we got. middle child's middle child's knocking. All right, I, I'm looking forward to that Dreamville project though. And then I February, February, Yo, is all sick. those dudes Fe- can spit, man. February, you have look at this. Dreamville you have got Lil, some you have Lil Pump that Harvard dropout album I told you about in August is gonna come out in February. Okay. Snoop Dogg is dropping an album. Not listening to that. No offense. Um, <laughs> but like. Snoop Dogg in 2019, I'm good. Offset. Yo, he dropped like three albums last year. Smith and, Smith and Wesson. Really? Oh. Yes. Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> no. Can't believe you even said it. Ghostface no. Killer. That's interesting. With Zarface. He had a Lost Tapes joint. What was it? Over the, uh, over the summer? I, it was I all d- right. Yeah, I, 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 that's for another. Five. There's a culture three. A oh god, songs. the culture needs to stop. The Me, culture, the, the culture Yo, doesn't Migos, need culture they three. They don't stop, man. There's a big, they suck. I know. Honestly, I like, know. And every album sucks. They have the audacity to have 28 tracks on each album. It's like, why do you, why do you do this? of the same thing over and over? So this, this is what I'm looking for. Is that it? Is that this it for is February? A... <laughs> 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 yeah. Damn. I don't know who the dirt boy is. Do we have anything for March? Because uh, something most wanted, Mad Child. My Yo, boy Justin B. There's a lot no, of no there's, people. No, none. No, there's a lot. There's a lot of TBA, and one of them is by DMX. That's mm. how you have to know we're going. He's fresh out. He's so fresh I'm sure out. He's dropping I was about to say, he just came out. Too. Cardi B is allegedly going to drop some. Two chains. Two chains might be interesting. Two chains might actually be interesting. Two chains would be interesting for the features. Joiner Brown, and- Joiner Lucas, and Chris Brown. What a collaboration called Angels and Demons? Hey. Well, Dream- Chris Brown got some demons he's fighting right now. That's a whole other story. Dream Chasers Five, Sway Lee, Run the Jewels Four. I'll listen to that. Mm. Yeah, I'll listen well. to Run the Jewels 4. I got to watch oh, the show. You oh, watch the Sky's, show? I Yo, just started it last night. I heard it's really good. I just started I last night. Actually, the first episode is really good. We'll talk about oh, it. Oh, Killer Mike's? Right. Killer Mike's show. Yeah, he I was just talking about it on Rogan's night. thing. Um, he did a good thing about Yo. trying to like support black businesses for like a whole three days. It was interesting. Yo. Yo. That's my guy, man. Sky Zoo and Pete Rock. Rock. Forgot about that. We mentioned that last episode. Does that have a date? Does that have a date? No, it doesn't. But, so, so basically, February and March. We sucked. can bring Sky, back, Sky Zoo back on a podcast. Talk about it. Basically, February okay. and March sucked. Yes. Well, okay. it looks like the year is probably gonna. Well, we don't know. You know what was a slept but... on album? Um, the joint album was Styles P and uh, and Davies. Yes, yeah, solid. Yo, that solid. album was solid. Yeah, Actually, solid. I think you guys talked about that. We were talking about the best it. albums of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid. I'm glad y'all shot that out. Yeah. It's solid. That album was. That yeah. album was. That album was like, unexpectedly the back and forth good. between those yeah. two. The chemistry. Yeah, it was. I was. I was impressed with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know a lot, but a whole lot about Davies going into the album, but he he impressed me. And then there's also uh Ray Schremer, Sway Lee, and then T Pain and Bandana. This year does not excite me. Uh, Kendrick <laughs> Cole, please save it. Hey, that's what uh, it is, Joey man. Badass, you can come through. We need them. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, Madlib. Yeah, I'm not going to say that's going to save the year for me, but it will make your year. That's for sure. You think we'll see a J album? You're a hater. Probably next year. Ooh. Nah. 2020? I don't think so. Ooh. We could. I'd like one. It's going to be real. I, how about this? I want a Nas album, too. It's going to be politically motivated, too. I was going to say that. If, if this dude... Gets reelected, yeah. then Jay's coming with an album, right? And <laughs> yeah. you know he's not going to make an announcement; it's going to be in your phone one day. It's, no, I, it's going to be the day after election day with the flag upside down. I, I, I love, for, I love <laughs> that's going to be the cover art. Right? I love four forty four. You better be careful. You at WEI. I hope. I hope <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's a joke. That's a joke, Boston. I'm kidding. No, All he's right? not. No, kidding. he's not. All right, we got we got to get out of we got to get out of here. Get a so, season assistant. <laughs> You'll be all right, right? <laughs> I hope so. You'll be all right with yeah, the. Right. You'll be all right with Come the on, jump. man. Because right. I'm the one making the jokes. Hey, yeah, he's hey. just laughing. I'm out here. No, man, I was. I said what I said. Because I stand by what I said. There we go. So we like that's what I'm Ky- trying to change things Kyrie already. Yeah. yeah, you don't own that's anybody. That's what Kyrie was saying. Like, exactly. like, Joe Jose is like, I don't own anybody. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said that now, Jose. Um, <laughs> one more album for you, 2019. Ski Mask, The Slump God. 
Yeah, let's pick numbers for this episode. <laughs> um, it's episode 64. We got to pick some numbers and get out of here. Uh, Terrible right. list. Terrible. Elmer Descends starts it off. So if you know you know about the artwork, right? We don't got to explain it to you. Mm-hmm. Where we put the athlete. We put the athlete on the artwork uh, because like it's episode 64. So we pick an athlete that wore 64 to put on the artwork for that. Oh, episode. that's right. Okay, okay. So yeah, you've yeah, probably yeah. seen that before. Uh, 64 is terrible. Not a lot of good athletes have wore 64. Yeah, 64. Elmer Descends, reliever for the Mets. Okay, moving on. You're not picking that. Jose Reyes. Stole 64 bases in 2006. You're not with uh, it? Oh, okay. I love Jose. Yeah, man. Jose. I'm thinking about That's it. This is, this is, I may make an exception for this. He one. led the league, too, and that was the last year. The, that was Not the last year, but the, the Mets made it to the NLCS. Yo, I caught a Mets game a couple years back, man. Great stadium. That was a good time. Thank you. Mets, City feels Mets nice. Against the Sox. City feels nice. City feels yeah, nice. Was good. Matt Prater, longest field goal. 64 yards. Okay. I'm sorry, man. I tried. 64 is terrible. <laughs> Keep going. Like, Keep going. Randall McDaniel, offensive uh, lineman. I think. No. Pro Bowler. Hall of Famer, I think. Uh, Michael Jordan, career high versus the Magic. This is awful. January 93. Against I told the Magic? You. Yeah. Against Shaq and Penny. No, wait. Nope. Just no. Shaq. Just Shaq. Shaq. No Penny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why. If Penny was there, it would have been 58. Jeff Hardings. <laughs> nope. I don't know who that is. Jack Reynolds. <laughs> Tom Raftery and Zach Streep. I told you, man. I tried. Yo, I'm probably going to. I'm going with Jose Reyes, yeah, man. I know Jose Reyes. <laughs> I'm going with Jose Reyes. by a landslide. It's yeah. terrible. Plus, I, I told, plus, I warned you. I warned you. Once we get into the 60s, it's going to be bad because all it's going to be is offensive linemen because no one in NBA history wears numbers in the 60s like that. Which is disappointing. Yeah. Plus, it's an ugly number. Jose Reyes, Latino. We had a Latino guest. Yeah, Let's perfect, represent. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Let's represent. And I like him. There you go. And you like him. So it's right. good. So, hey, Josue, thank you so much. Yo, thanks uh, for having me, man. This one fun. last question for you before we get out of here What's is up? simply Celtics fans are going to want to know. What's good? Celtics are not on pace to do what a lot of people thought they would do with 65 games. Are they going to make it to the finals? Are they going to win the whole thing? What's going to happen with the Celtics Ooh, this year? What are the Celtics going to do? Uh, but they're not going to get 64 wins, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, we know that. Uh, I don't. They don't even, they don't even get 60. But All I right. do think they'll come out of the East okay, and bow out against the Warriors. Okay. That's, that's my prediction. Okay. That's your prediction. They'll okay. bow out against the Warriors. Will you be but back, it's going to be a fun ride. Will you be back when they uh, play Brooklyn? I will, actually, yeah. Mm. Uh, March 30th, right? Yeah. March 30th. Uh, yeah, I'll be here. We'll have, to, we'll have to bring you back on. Yo, let's do it. All right, man. I'm down, man. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be around. It's a weekend game, too. It's a Saturday game. So oh, I'll Saturday be here game. for the weekend. Okay, so that's yeah. that's that's cool. That's All cool. Right, so that's cool. That and for people who don't know, Josue did a great thing because he brought his boy who's here sitting watching this in studio. Oh, that's right. Y'all hit it off. I found out he's from Flatbush <laughs> and he's from Grenada. Yeah. That's, that's two, so two it was right great. It was, it, the vibes was real. I just yeah. knew as soon as he came Yeah, you it. hugged him. He jumped up out of his that's chair. That's a, a Spice brother, so I got I to yeah. hug him. We got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> my boy Justin it's, abusing, man. Yeah, Every time got, I come out here, I'm, I'm with him. I'm rocking Yeah, with. so he came and he, he watched the episode. He hung out here, so it was, it was all good. All right, good. And that is uh, Josue Pavon. That's right. You like that, like there I said go. it there. There you go. From WEI and WEI, we don't want any problems <laughs> at all. We, we we love you. He's a Celtics beat reporter for WEI. Man, thank you for coming and Yo, hanging out with it, us. Guys. Do we again. appreciate it. Once again, that's episode 64. For Josue Pavon, Brian Fonseca, and Dexter Henry, whose name doesn't sound as Latino. That's it. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Peace. <laughs>